0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gauntlet of Gaming, where these hands are to d e for everyone. I'm Malik.
1: I'm John Francis.
0: And we're here to talk about games of the decade. So before we get into that, I wanted to just quickly give our usual plug that we do. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, which is probably where you're listening to us right now. Our YouTube channel is, of course, the Gauntlet of Gaming. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Gauntlet of Gaming, and on Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. You said Twitter. I did say Twitter. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the Gauntlet with a four instead of an A because someone decided to steal the Gauntlet from us because they, I uh, guess, they just don't care about us. And uh <laughs> rude. Yeah. You know. It. Hey. Yeah. They'd be like that sometimes. It, do, it, does it doesn't like have it to be.
2: <laughs> <You> said...
3: <laughs>
1: we
0: make
3: it. These up? hands aren't always rated E. Mine is. No, no, no. <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I, was like, I was like, they,
0: they most definitely are rated E. I will <laughs> go after anyone. So, speaking of rated E and everyone, we want to talk about games, because that's why we're here. Games is our bread and our butter. Awesome, mm, bread and butter. Mm. Anyways, Dinner. so Thanksgiving this passed past- already. <laughs> 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 what another thing that passed actually Holiday. was the game awards. So yeah. the game awards came and went, and along with that, we have our final game of the year for the decade of the 2010s. That game being Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. So With our final game of the decade being added, I think it's an appropriate time, especially since this is our last podcast of the year and And the decade, decade. Uh, which is kind of a weird thing to say. We
3: just
1: started, (laughs) Right?
0: Uh, So this is our last podcast of the year and the decade, so why don't we end it by talking about the game of the decade? So the way that we're going to break this down is we're going to break it down two ways. We're going to talk about the game of the decade Based off of previous Game of the Year winners from 2010 yes. up until 2019, and these are the game of uh, Game of the Years that were awarded by originally Spike TV. So G4 when they used to do the Spike I TV miss Game G4. Awards. I so miss G4. Oh my gosh, you guys are so old. We are <laughs> old. Uh, and then we're going to go all the way up into the current Game Awards hosted by Jeff Keighley. So. That's how we're going to be going for the first section, and we're going to choose our personal pick from that list on our game of the decade. Following that, we're going to talk about what is our personal game of the decade. So what is a game that we've played in the past 10 years that basically stood out amongst the rest for us personally? And just remember that everything we say is our personal opinion. This isn't for some kind of analytics of, yes, I was right or I was wrong. This is how we personally feel about things. So... If you feel like a game that we chose is too obscure or just isn't Game of the Decade material, remember that it's an opinion. You have your own, we have our own, and just accept it yeah. and have fun. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting too serious about an award of Game of the Decade, which I don't even think anyone seriously gets an award of Game of the Decade, no, no. you're you're kind of just wasting your time yeah. right now.
1: You'll get these hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His hands are ready
0: All right, so for those who are unaware or haven't been playing games that long I'll go ahead and list off what have been the game of the year winners from 2010 up until 2019 So 2010 and I was surprised because I thought that Mass Effect 2 was the one that won it But actually our 2010 winner of game of the year was Red Dead Redemption 2011 was the Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim 2012 was Telltale's The Walking Dead 2013 was Grand Theft Auto 5 2014 was Dragon Age Inquisition 2015 was The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt 2016 was Overwatch 2017 was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2018 was God of War and of course our newest game of the year 2019 Sekiro shadows die twice. So with that list being kind of thrown out there I kind of want to start with John. John, what would you say is your choice uh, from this list as your game of the decade?
3: Uh, I'd go with Breath of the Wild. Really? I, would, I thoroughly enjoyed that game, and it deserved that award, I think, in my opinion. We're going to say that all night. Um, but for sure, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, I want to give it to it because of just the the depth and lore that it continued mm-hmm. with that game, and it's a really fun game. Mm-hmm. I got lost in it, and that was actually the first game in a while that I've beaten. I haven't completed it, but I, I've beaten that game, and I really enjoyed the story and I got lost in it. I got so lost in it. I didn't talk to people for like a week after <laughs> after I got it. I was so I was I was playing that game in between my my work breaks before I showed up for work. I was playing like an hour each time, and getting my my fill and then I got home and I was just like, "Oh, I'm going to go home and I'm going to go home and play Breath of the Wild now." Mm-hmm. And I just kept going in cuz there was so much to it yeah. that I really enjoyed about it. But that's why I like
0: I think Breath of the Wild earned it. Cool. Francis, what do you think is your game of the decade?
1: Telltale is Walking Dead. Really? Because the story. That game came out 2012, and it made me stick with it. Mm -hmm. And I still want to play the fourth one, which is the ending. Right? I'm pretty sure. I have yet to play it, and I have a feeling something bad happens. (laughs) (laughs) And to be honest, that game... Obviously, you guys have heard how the first game ended. Of course. yeah, Yeah. It's like... It's like, the uh, I compared it to The Last of Us, it's like that, the old guy and then the little kid type of situation. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's freaking Clementine. <laughs> I'm going I to be a fan of Clementine. Uh, and obviously, yeah, there was one part that threw me off, and it was the third game, mm-hmm. where you played as someone else. It really threw me off because I wanted to play as Clementine again. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to be teenage Clementine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, who was Javier? <laughs> who is this? I mean, but anyway, other than that it was still a good game mm-hmm. and I still enjoy it and I still wanna play the fourth game and even up to now it makes me wanna see more of what happened. And yeah, I've grown attached to Clementine's character. Awesome.
0: Very nice. Perfect. So I think those are both great choices. I don't know how I feel with the Walking Dead, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But for me personally I I'm think out of cry. this list, <laughs> <Game>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I yeah, think yeah. out of this list, a game that I would consider to be a game of the decade, and for I, I guess a little pr- quick preface is that when it comes to me and things like film and gaming, what usually makes me want to give it praise is not just what it gives me, but what it continuously gives me, which means how often do I return to it? You know, how often mm-hmm. do I keep coming back to something and I think out of this list of games, I've played all of but maybe three of them. Yeah. So I think the only three I haven't played were The Witcher 3 for now. I do have... It's a good game. Yeah, oh. I, I will be starting oh. The Witcher 3 soon. Uh, I have not played The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and unfortunately I don't really see myself playing it anytime soon. And Overwatch. I haven't played... No, I play <laughs> Overwatch... Um, I haven't played Sekiro. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I've played everything else. I just haven't played Sekiro, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and The Witcher 3. But I have observed them. I've watched people play them. And I've given it time. So, you know, I haven't just been like, oh yeah, I just watched YouTube videos of them. So I've pretty much absorbed that information. Mm -hmm. I've absorbed the... Basically, the... The environment and the feeling that comes from those games. And even then, they still didn't feel good enough to pull me in you mm-hmm. know so for them it's difficult because it's like i've never played you before so it's not like i'm going to replay you if i've never played it in the first place but do you pull me in it's like unfortunately no one game though that surprisingly not only pulled me in but made me keep playing it over and over again was dragon age inquisition oh such a good game yeah yeah, that's a fun game. yeah. i i have to say that dragon age inquisition for me is the game of the decade because i'm not a fantasy person I don't like swords and magic and I dragons and stuff like that. So much I do. Yeah, I I know you do, and that's why <laughs> I'm That's why I'm very surprised you didn't say Dragon Age. Well,
3: I haven't beaten it, so I don't feel like I deserve to say. You know, it was my favorite. That's or like, true. That it's my choice of an award, but because did you I enjoy
0: what you've played so far.
3: Yeah, I did, but yeah. I've also really enjoyed Zelda, and I beat Zelda. Yeah. So I fair. can't I can't say that I really enjoy that game. I really enjoyed Red Dead Redemption. That's true. But yeah. but but Red Dead's you too. know I I didn't beat the game, so I, I, mean, I wasn't pay. gonna. <laughs> it's not an easy thing to talk about because these are all these are uh, all these
0: are game of the, the year exactly. for a reason. These are great yeah, games. so these these all earn the accolade for a reason. <laughs> I think I beat Skyrim, but there isn't. <laughs> Let's be the, honest. There's like, there's like one per, person. There's like a personal beat in Skyrim. Exactly. There, isn't,
3: there isn't like like I'm gonna complete all the the guilds. Okay, yeah. that's a beat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Beat, I'm gonna beat the main quest. What's the main quest? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I Sky, I think there's probably one person in the world who has beaten, beaten Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. But, no, for me, with Dragon Age, though, uh, because I'm someone who grew up with more of a love for sci-fi and space fantasy, and so I I say space fantasy because, like, that's Star Wars. Star Wars is, like, space fantasy. And then sci-fi, of course, being, like, Star Trek and other things like that. So, for me, I grew up with a love for space. Fantasy was not something I really had a love for. I did not like The Lord of the Rings, which is weird because that was my mom's love. She loved The Lord of the Rings. And when I looked at Dragon Age Inquisition... Before even knowing that I could customize my character, I just looked at how they were presenting it, and I was like, this is pretty cool, but I'm not sold. But then I found out, not only do you have a team, you can customize your team to play with whatever style you want, you can customize your Inquisitor to play with whatever style you want. You want to be a rogue? You're a rogue. rogue. And even when you're a rogue, it's a question of, do you want to be the dagger's rogue, or do you want to be the bow? Yeah. Do you want to be the archer? And it was like, wait, so even when I choose my class, there's an option between what I can be... And so it's like, oh, you could do sword and shield, or you could do great sword. You know, you could do big weapons. So it's yeah. like you can be the big. You sword are a warrior. fighter. Yeah, uh, uh, and even with the mages, skill sets of skill sets. Yeah, and it's like even when you were a mage, it wasn't just oh, I cast fireball. You it's like have, no, dude, you, you can, can have death have magic, magic where you yeah. can just kill things. You can have resurrection magic where you can bring people back. That Vivian will always be a member oh, of my team. Vivian was great. Yeah, she is the GOAT of that game. <sighs> I have never fought a dragon without having Vivian on my team because Lord knows I need my res. I used Dorian. Which I remember. Uh, yeah, I, I remember watching you Do- use Dorian. Dorian
3: was my mage. I didn't like I didn't like the elf. I didn't mm-hmm. like um I played I played with Vivian, but I never actually got delved with Vivian. It yeah. was always Dorian as my mage. Yeah. And then um who's your fighter? I, it was like your tanky character. I Ironham, had... Right? No. What? So it, oh, was, it was me, yeah, so it was Cassandra, me, Cassandra, was Cassandra too.
0: and I had um, Blackwall. Blackwall was oh, my yeah. Blackwall Blackwall tank. Blackwall was yeah. my tank. So yeah. it was me, Blackwall, Cassandra, and then Vivian was our healer. Companions are great. Let's just right? talk about companions. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. I also like the banter in that game. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 And that was another oh, yeah. thing. Was great. Yeah. Which is
0: funny because I'm currently doing a playthrough of Final Fantasy XV right mm-hmm. now, and one of the things I'm really enjoying about the game is the banter. And I remember that Dragon Age Inquisition was the game yeah. where I really felt that banter coming from. And um, that's the isn't interesting thing, one too, one is to because all three of us have played Inquisition, right? Yeah. yeah. So what's two about, of us have beaten it, one has not. Well, <laughs> that's not the question, because the question is played. Yeah. Because the thing about it is, it's like we've all played it. And the thing about playing it is the fact that we each have different teams that we feel is like our go to team. Yeah. Some people go with all tanks, some people go with all magic. Some people go all rogue. Some people mix it up. Other people, it's situational. You always and... have at least one rogue in your party. Unless you're mean, you're just stupid. Uh, one time I had chess, that's why. Yeah. yeah. I, again, <laughs> stupid. I, I like
3: loot, so I, I was the rogue in my party. Yeah. <laughs> I, had
1: a, I had a team of mages.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was, and...
1: Wow, really? Yeah. That's gotta be hard. No, I did that just like one time. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say, that's <laughs> hard. hard. That was fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: of course, me, I'm, I'm the big guy, so we... I just had tanks everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just kept
1: putting barriers over each other, so we never lost all <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that's funny. And that's That's the thing, and
0: that's what I love about the game is the fact that it's a game that presents so many different ways to play, not just amongst your friends, but yourselves. Because I think I'm about to start my third playthrough of Inquisition going into this next year, where I'm going to go for what I think we consider to be like the canonical ending of the game. Mm -hmm. And so, or the true ending, not canonical, but the true ending of the game. So that's going to require me to play literally the one class I never play in any game, a mage. Yeah. I'm not ready. Oh, it's, it's so it's fun. It's so fun. I'm, it's you're so like fun. It. I'm on my 16th playthrough. Remember, I haven't beaten the game. <laughs> that's true. That's
3: true. <laughs> and playing that's a mage is true. fun. And the thing about yeah. it is, because I'm going- The power you have.
0: <laughs> but the thing for me is it's like, it's my third playthrough, yeah. which means that I've beaten the game twice. And the thing about beating it twice is you think, oh, you beat it twice, you know everything. And it's like, well technically i don't know because the two times i played like when you had to choose between the mages and the templars i always chose the The templars so now this is the chance that i have to side with the mages and i understand that like mechanically speaking the game still kind of is the same you get a rival character who's going to be like the pseudo bad guy and (laughs) at the end you still fight corypheus and blah 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 but the thing for me is it's like It's one of those, it's not the ending, you know, it's not the the destination, it's the journey to get there. And for each time I play, the journey is different. Mm. My first character, of course, I designed to look like me. He sounded like me. He played like me. My second playthrough was an elf. Which was a race I'd never see myself. I remember learned. playing Caecilius. Yes, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that is a token name in my vocabulary assumed, now, <laughs> and you could tell that I was like really, really still on that like Doctor Strange hype we train, trying to figure it out. <laughs> I was like, I needed to come up with a name for this guy, and I was like, I don't know what the name of, and then Doctor romance, Strange. It. Oh yeah, I romance Iron Bull with like, yeah. an elf a Don't get me started, Iron Bull. an elf. Ro- as a rogue it was a tw- it was, twin blade it rogue? was a twin blade yeah, elf my rogue gosh you showed me that I lost it I I'm
3: was just like this is something Malik never, never does yeah. yeah and
0: here I am about to play a female mage you know I think it's a female elf mage is what you have to play yeah,
3: yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever done a femship then I feel like you haven't. I have. Okay. I
0: I did a Fem Shep. So the thing for me is, like, I have nothing against playing female characters. You just like personalization. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I like putting myself into my characters. And even with Caecilius being a tiny elf with daggers who romanced Iron Bull, I was still able to put some of myself into that character. Edge wolf. Yeah, yeah exactly had edgy he had to be edgy <laughs> yeah, because Pais- yeah. Paisili- was evil he
3: had like a tattoo on his face yeah. he had like
0: he was evil he yeah. was dark Pycelius was... was a terrible Inquisitor so, I remember the every
1: Inquisitor it. pretty much
0: pretty much I yeah. remember
3: yeah he went with that a, a lot of the bad dialogue yeah. when it came to things I was just like ooh <laughs> it was fun and ooh, that's the thing i never it heard, it heard the Inquisitor yeah. cuss yeah. before
0: and that's my thing is the fact that it's like that's just me with two playthroughs and then amongst You know, a a room full of people, everyone talks about their experience. It's the same game with the same story, but everyone's got their own journey. You know, everyone, I romance this person. I didn't romance this person. I had this person die. I left this person alive. I, you know, I killed the guy for shooting the goat at my castle. I still did talk, you. I for Caecilius, <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah. I banished
3: him once, and then out of the other eight times, I think I murdered him. Yeah, I and banished like, off with this hat. And I, was I just think like, What did I do? That first,
0: that? first playthrough, I banished him because I was like, I don't want to murder. You get a anyone. mission after you banish. Him I too. remember. Yeah, that's and you have you have to, you have to the, go to the place. That's the
3: best mission ever. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's the thing.
0: Those are things that you miss that you yeah. suddenly don't know are there because for me it was just like I had, luckily I played the mission the first time so it came up to him again and I was like ah yes. The Goat Slinger. The <laughs> Goat Slinger. What would Caecilius do? <laughs> Off with his head. <laughs> so that's, the you know, that's my thing. Is, my arch nemesis in the You game. know, with these other games, I think the only other game that would offer this kind of dialogue would be Skyrim. But the problem with Skyrim, and I've made a comment about this... So many times. So, yeah. yeah. Is that Skyrim was a game that's loved by many that didn't really deserve to be loved. No. It does not age well. It looks terrible. Bethesda released it with so many problems yet we were so blinded by the freedom that we had that we were just like hey you can give me trash but it's some good-looking trash.
3: Adventure game meets sandbox. The sandbox meets trash.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, it had the potential to be great, and that's, that's still, why I played the dang game. That's the problem. That yeah. dude, and I bought it for the Switch. I, I did too. I bought it and only because I was downloaded. like, even if I'm mad about it, and even if I'm upset that Bethesda just keeps porting it, and wasn't spending time to actually make good, feeling good-looking games. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it's an adventure game. You you make your adventure. You want to just kill everyone from the <laughs> guild? Yeah, I mean, you can try. The, this is the thing. Playing Outer Worlds makes me not want to play Skyrim anymore. Only because the fact that I... Playing Skyrim, it was like, you know, you irritate States. me. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're an essential character. Hmm. You can't kill. Unless you can't you're playing die. PC. You know, if you're not playing on the PC version, you can't kill essential characters. Outer Worlds said, <laughs> yeah, they're essential, but go, go have fun. Do what you want to do. There's only, I believe... Things happen for a reason. I think there's only two characters, depending on which path you take, that you can't kill in Outer Worlds. Everyone else is dead. Can you, can no, you, you can off- kill yourself. Can you off yourself? I mean, you'll, you'll have to I mean, reload the yeah, save. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> there's a weapon. There's, there's a way with your weapon button. to yeah. off yourself. But yeah, no, I mean, my thing, though, is it's like the only game that compares to Dragon Age Inquisition in the scope of the journey would be Skyrim. Because no one, you know, if you played The Witcher Three, everyone talks about, oh yeah, remember that part in The Witcher Three was like, yeah, yeah, it was really tough, but I got through it. It was like, yeah, that uh, okay, and that's it. That's not my experience with Witcher Three at all. I'm saying <laughs> well, with other people. Yes. The <laughs> thing is, you play the same story, yep. you do the same thing. It's sure very, you get to make choices. Very linear. Yeah, yeah, it's like you get to make choices, but I mean, at the end of the day, you're playing the story of Geralt of Rivia. Yep. Versus in Dragon Age Inquisition, you're playing the story of the Inquisitor. Inquisitor. But who's the Inquisitor? You'll we'll figure that out when I'm finished doing what I do. Yeah. And then with Red Dead Redemption, I mean, again, this is the list of games of the year. Yeah. These are some great Red, games. Red
3: Dead Redemption earned that. It did. I, I watched, I played and watched my brother play it, and we enjoyed the gunplay. We enjoyed yeah. the Western feel. I felt like John Wayne the entire time. Mm-hmm. But you were playing as John Marston. Exactly. You weren't playing as me. Yeah. and am playing as Francis. That's what kind of sucked. My next playthrough on Dragon Age is probably going to be Francis. Francis. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how do you know how I would play it?
0: Oh, no no, 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 no. He's just going to no, make, make you just going to make you. Yeah. I'll be playing as I'm going to be playing as Francis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean... I kind of want to see that. Because, <laughs> yeah, so other than so that... This character created for three hours. Let's, let's yeah. see. Dragon Age Inquisition, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim are the only games that were given Game of the Year awards where you make your character. No other game on this list is like that. Red Dead Redemption doesn't. Walking Dead doesn't. Grand Theft Auto V, the only time Grand Theft Auto V does that is for GTA Online, which is still booming to this day for a game that got Game of the Year 2013, but it's the online feature that's still booming today, not the story itself. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing about that. Uh, the Witcher 3, I mean, again, you're Geralt of Rivia. Overwatch is Overwatch, and we just found out about Overwatch 2. You have Breath of the Wild, God of War, and Sekiro. So those are the only two games on this list that right. allow you to create your character. And that's the only, that's the thing about it is it's like that kind of shows you something that these two games are special cuz games where you can make your own character can easily fall apart. Yeah. They can mm-hmm. easily fall apart or I mean Star Trek. a mechanic yeah, <laughs> something it can be a simple game where you make your character but even at the end of the day the game just does not play well. It's like yeah, you can make your character but it still sucks. <coughs> Jump Force. <forward. laughs> um, <laughs> oh, but Yeah, the thing about that is it just tastes like salt. Oh, a lot of it. Oh, I smelled it. (laughs) But that's the thing is, it's like I want to give that praise to Dragon Age because not only did it, you know, it brought someone who wasn't a fantasy fan into the realm of fantasy, and now because of Dragon Age Inquisition, I was then interested in things like Lord of the Rings. So I started watching Lord of the Rings again. I started watching The Hobbit, and then it also got me into things like. Game of Thrones, so it started introducing me to even more really cool fantasy series and franchises and things like that, and for a game to, I mean, Skyrim's fantasy as well, but Skyrim didn't do that for me, Skyrim was more, wait, the quest is over, like, I killed the thing and that's it, that's the end, that's it, yeah, well you can go do more side quests, but the main story's done, yeah, what? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, that's it, that's Skyrim in a nutshell, alright, right. cool so you're telling me i don't have to play this game anymore well there's there's technically side quests that give you cool weapons but i don't need to do it to technically say that i beat the game well no then yeah that's it you know that was it for i'm still Good. to this day disappointed that i like skyrim as much as i did but then again it was a product of its time
3: it was also there was that character creation aspect to it where you could feel like yourself yeah and, and I think, I, I, I think a lot about personalization means a lot about these, these two games. Specifically. Exactly. If, like, if you find that one armor that makes you look freaking cool, yeah. you do whatever it takes to get that armor. Mm-hmm. And you'll do it again in another playthrough yeah. because you like that armor. And that's what's interesting.
0: I feel very comfortable doing a new game for Dragon Age Inquisition. Because you said that you played like a new game of Dragon Age Inquisition a 16, plethora of times. 16 times, yeah. yeah. Because I kept changing my personality. And the thing it. is... <laughs> If I was to do something like that, I'd be okay with it for something like Dragon Age Inquisition. I wouldn't dare do that with Skyrim. No. Because I have... I did it three times with Skyrim
3: and I got mad at myself. Yeah. It's like, I have all this stuff in the last save. Exactly. Why did I do that?
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, for Skyrim, how I have it set up right now is I have four different characters of, of course, four different races that I wanted to do different playstyles mm-hmm. with. The problem with Skyrim is... It's people, the same playthrough, no matter yeah. what race you are, and even if it's not the same playthrough, it's the fact that except if you're a Khajiit. yeah, uh, you know, people, people believe that, like, oh, like you know, the make the game bigger, you know, make give us more, yeah. and people forget that yes, there is such thing as too much to a game, you know, too much of any good thing makes it a bad thing. You yeah. drink too much water, you're gonna yeah. have problems. Same thing goes for Skyrim. Turned into a fish. I, I hope like, that's what Dragon age is like, <laughs> you're just right. Thing. Yeah, I
3: agree. I think there was just the, the right amount of freedom where like you could that, dungeon delve, I, I, or you could you know find a side quest while you were doing the main mission, and, and also and, fighting dragons actually felt like fighting. Yeah, dragons. yeah it was really. hard. Yeah, yeah, you weren't Sky fighting <laughs> a wyvern. <laughs> yeah, like you are in Skyrim. Sky
0: they f- called them dragons,
3: but they're actually the wyverns. wyverns. You could chop yeah. yeah. them, across beat the anybody up, and things. So.
0: Yeah, I. Oh God, the whole you're the dragonborn. Okay, what does that mean? You get cool powers that no one else gets. All right. That's cool. Great. Go fight the dragon. Okay. Does it come with a sword? You slay. No? I mean, you oh, get dragon. Games wrong, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but...
3: <laughs> you get dragon souls.
0: But yeah, I was like, it... These aren't dragons. Can I ride, then? Yes. Yeah. You can, actually. What? Well, yeah, technically. No, you can. Free ride? Yeah. In Skyrim? Mods? Yeah. Oh. No, without mods. Oh, like well, um, if you, out of if
3: you find, um, if you fly, uh, if you beat the Dragonborn DLC, you get the power uh. to call one down, you hop on it like a horse, and then you can fly it around the, the, the map. Well, well, no wonder. You, well, I don't have DLC. It's DLC. Yeah. yeah. Well, that comes with the the complete oh, session of Switch. Yeah, you know this, right? I, okay. I'm aware that the DLC yeah. comes with it. Now but it it's
0: like the ability to ride a dragon as the Dragonborn. I had to pay for that. Right? <laughs> why Uh, but I mean DLC is not really something that takes away from what makes it yeah dragon to save my life rather fast travel anyway but I mean at the end of the day it's Uh like magic I feel more powerful I would say I feel more powerful using magic in Dragon Age than Mm -hmm. I do in Skyrim fighting dragons almost definitely it feels a lot better fighting a dragon in Dragon Age than in Skyrim
1: I wish there were more dragons
0: yeah and it has an impact like you kill a dragon and it has an impact on the world Dragon Age, I felt like, did magic right mm-hmm. in um, a
3: way where it came from a, like an outer part of your body, and yeah. it wasn't your body, that was the magic. And also, every person who used magic was smart somehow, mm-hmm. and that just shows, oh, magic users are smart. I yeah. wonder why, because they study. Yeah. They put all their knowledge in, you know, make it a weapon, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, knowledge is power that way. Yeah. it's like, oh, great, so you're a smart guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I enjoyed that aspect. That it actually worked off of knowledge compared to how it's Skyrim. Oh, you know Fireball now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, read cool. a, you read a book. You read a you book. You now know everything about I mean, the summoning spells. <laughs> knowledge is power, but if I right-click on book. the book, I I own the power now. I don't yeah. have to read. But in Dragon Age, it was like, I leveled up. What magic do I want to focus in? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be a pyromancer? Do I want to be a death mage? Yeah. What do I want to That's be? True. And. I feel I feel like focusing on that stuff mattered. Yeah. Because you couldn't have all the abilities all at once. You had to specify what you wanted and the cool stuff was at the end. Mm-hmm. And you and you had to really delve into that magic skill. So this is a hint for your mage run. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a pyromancer, throw it all in the and you want
0: damage for that. Gotcha. Yeah. So <laughs> don't don't try to be a multi yeah, magic caster.
3: Don't multi yeah, because if you if you want to heal a little bit Put one thing in healing, Mm -hmm. that's it. Okay. Be a pyromancer the rest of the time. Gotcha. But, like, the healing should just be for you and Mm -hmm. not everybody. Okay. You should have another mage for that or something like that. Like like a back (laughs) (laughs) Like a (laughs) backup. Yeah. Vivian. Yeah. For example. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a recommendation for me. But in freaking skyrim as you pointed out all you have to do is read a book yeah and when you read a
1: book you know the the skill and then oh yeah yeah. the the little the little
3: (laughs) bold print at the bottom
1: says you know lightning now great level two level two, yeah and and i like how the fact the book like self-destructs yeah you just don't own that book (laughs) anymore i'm like oh
0: okay so i can't teach this to anybody else i mean it's like oh you learn fire unfortunately you burn the book in your hand
3: (laughs) i always found myself in Skyrim, with a mage backup, like mm-hmm. as a companion, and um, instead of a, a fighter or yeah. someone, because there's so many memes of Liliana, uh, Lil- Lydia, 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 yeah. Lydia. Thank you. Like messing, just standing in front of doors and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. and unfortunately, they all do that, no matter who you your companion is. Yeah. my companion just so happened to be the mage from Riften, and he was cool, and he did damage. He killed things where I
0: couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, okay, I'm a level 2. You're a level 20. What yeah. the... <laughs> and that's, that brings up another point of why I think Dragon Age Inquisition is such a profound game. And why I think it has to be the game of the decade. Because it's kind of one of the early games that introduced um, what we call... I think what Final Fantasy is trying to call it now is active combat versus strategic combat oh yeah definitely and yeah, yeah. i the pause and move yeah around, and the they, they do it seamlessly yeah. because it's like you can be in the fight but all you have to do is hit the touch well on ps4 yeah so hit the touchpad boom time stops you can strategically plan out your next attack you want someone to move here make them move there if someone's stuck on a ledge have them direct this path and you can move them back where they need to be there's an enemy on the ledge, but no one's hitting them because everyone's stupid and hitting is the he? person down there. <laughs> Move yeah. them that way. Or, here's another thing. You can take control of your party. Yeah. Which is what That's you were just awesome. saying. Yeah. And, uh, again, you know, me playing Final Fantasy 15 right now, they had to add that feature later on. That's... But the thing is, you don't get it immediately. You have to research skills to be able to play as oh, the other yeah, person. Oh, yeah. We went over that. Yeah. yeah. We found that out together. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, it was just like, that kind of sucks because it's like i shouldn't. might as well just stay as noctis shouldn't have to earn that yeah versus in dragon age inquisition it was like yeah i'm the inquisitor but also i may want to play as Blackwall for a bit or play as cassandra for that. a bit i'll never touch vivian because i need her to stay perfect but Beautiful, yes. yeah um but yeah it offers you this ability to be more than just the character you made and this is something this is something i really wish something like mass effect did i really wish mass effect allowed you to do something like that where it's like yeah you're commander shepherd but also you could take control of a party member if you want to. Yeah, we're going to get to Mass Effect. Eventually. <laughs> uh, eventually. Specifically in this podcast. Yeah. Eventually we'll I get can to see that, that discussion. Conversation. Yeah, this um, is going to happen probably in the next future. So that's, and the thing is about it, it's like Dragon Age Inquisition and the Elder Scrolls, 5 skyrim were pretty early in the decade they were the first half of the decade yeah so the fact that both of them are returning so elder scroll 6 is coming soon oh, okay. and dragon age 4 i believe they're calling it dragon age 4 are they hiding it i think so no well they, we, they've already teased it oh yeah we just don't know what it's called ah. so i'm they're probably just gonna call it dragon age Dreadwolf. um oh that's what you want it
2: <laughs> nah,
0: i don't know if i want it to be called that but regardless, both of these games that I think we've talked passionately about are coming back, and it's like, show us what you got, because if Elder Scrolls looks the same that it's been looking for a while. Elder Scrolls Online and mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Skyrim look pretty much similar. Yeah. If anything, uh, Online looks a little bit worse, in my opinion. Online looks way worse. Way That's more because cartoon. it's an MMO. Yeah. So it's like... There's, there's a lot more to be handled there. Yeah. But... Sky- Skyrim's from 20- 2011. Give me outer world Skyrim. If I uh, no, my thing for it is, like I normally am not a graphics type of person. Like yeah. I don't really care about how things graphically look. But for something like Elder Scrolls, make this game look clean. Look, make it look good. Yeah, you know, if The Last of Us can make things look realistic and cool, give me that. But with Elder Scrolls, I don't need a world full of objectives for me to do. I just want my character to have impact but also to look cool. Also, hmm. for both of these fantasy games, fix your armor system. Like, yeah. why do I wear the same type of armor for the entire game? I want to be able to change my armor, transmog to something cool, yeah. wear include, mixed armor. Transmog, yeah. Yeah. transmog definitely needs to be Not there sure. because the thing for me is it's like, Skyrim doesn't really do this because you apply your special effects, like your magic oh, effects. Oh, yeah, effect. to the armor that yeah. you like, looking uh, like, yeah. Dragon Age, they usually come with effects and stuff like that. But give me the ability to transmog, because I want to, as I've learned with something like Monster Hunter, you know, you need to switch up your armor. It's not like reality where you wear a full set of armor that just looks the same. Mm-hmm. You're going to look off. Let me transmog to make things look good. But that's just nitpicking no, about no, the future. It, it, makes, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. I mean, and they might. World of Warcraft they might does know. the transmog
3: thing, and they've yeah. been a game that's been... Diablo 3 already has. Yeah, Scamble, Diablo, does, yeah. Diablo does it, but they stole it
0: from... World Warcraft. Yeah, it doesn't know. matter if they stole it. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah, and I appreciate it because that's the thing. One Diablo thing, three did right. Yeah, I wear mixed armor in Diablo three, and at the same time, Transmog. Boop! Now I look cool. Yeah, yeah, I look like I look cool, Sith Lord. and I can stay alive. Yeah, yeah, and
3: I get to use the abilities from each armor set. Thank you, Diablo. Thank I love you. Diablo. Yep. <laughs> oh, and before we like move on, I want to just point out how. When Legend of Zelda came out this Mm -hmm. is going back to what I was saying um when Legend of Zelda came out I think it was a great adding. It was a great way to market the switch.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm Uh, I'm because the whole
3: game You're using what's known as the tablet. Yeah, and you're like, oh, well, okay And most of your magic is coming from this tablet, which by the way also looks like a switch Suspiciously (laughs) looks like a switch (laughs) Uh, so I think that was a great way to bring in a new system Mm -hmm. was with A great game such as that uh, because they definitely upgraded from the beginning of, you know, the Zelda lore to Breath of the Wild and although many people still have answers over the lore, Mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild definitely brought in that whole, here's a Nintendo Switch. You guys know nothing about it, but here we go. We're gonna roll with it. You want to play it on your (laughs) TV? You can play it on your TV. You want to play it on the go?
0: You got a Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, look at you. It's like, oh, by the way, Breath of the Wild. And it
3: still looks good, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed Legend of Zelda. I just wanted to point that out <laughs> oh, <laughs> because no. Yeah, no. because it was a great way to market the Switch. It was a great way. It was a great game. It continued the story. It added more questions and added more
0: things to the lore. So yeah, and uh, it creates this hype for Breath of the Wild too.
3: Yeah, and you actually did have to change your armor up in that class. That's true. And you had to upgrade that armor, and by upgrading your armor, you had to do. Like farming, you had to you mm-hmm. had to reach that point. I was able to get the tunic all the way to the highest level. That took forever. Yeah. And I because it, it kept me going. Mm-hmm. But so you know when I got the master sword, everything was done. Yeah. Oh but then there's a time when the <laughs> master sword. You so
0: yeah. but anyway, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, that was a, that was heavy. Yeah, that was, was a heavy discussion. Uh and let's now just talk, I, let's just talk about mass effect for the rest of the day. i can see that between you two (laughs) i'd rather rather not because talking about mass effect would make this like a three hour long podcast probably would and we don't need another three hour long showcase of us being nerds so (laughs) yeah but talking about personal preferences and stuff like that so going off of the list so we talked about off the list what games we consider to be our games of the decade yeah but we've played more than just the games that are on this list And that means that over the Uh past 10 years of being gamers in this decade, we've got games that had an impact on us, probably more impactful than the games that we presented on the list today. And so with that, we go to the next section, which is our personal game of the decade. So a game that never received the award of game of the year, but a game that we played nonetheless. And I want to start with Francis. What would you say is your game of the decade?
1: So, I have thought about it. And obviously, yeah, there are a lot of games, but honestly, I mean, we just talked about this two weeks ago. Oh boy. I picked Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way I could choose from any other game. I have not played a game more than this. I have.
3: Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Still I never played four hundred in that game, man. Not four hundred hours? No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like You put a hundred hours in Dauntless. Dauntless? No, not even a hundred hours there either. Oh wow. Because okay, I wrong. only just started that and then we got Monster Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. So ever since we got Monster Hunter, I've just been on that game. Like, I mean okay, so in detail. What I enjoy. I enjoy the challenge that's there and it doesn't get boring to me. Like Part of me needs a challenge so that a game doesn't get boring, mm-hmm. and Monster Hunter has that. Yeah, it does. Continually I... does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the little things, so Palico dialogue. Mm-hmm. Palicos, if you guys don't know, are like little cats that you have, and then I enjoy the dialogue they have, the way they talk. Also, the collaborations. Yeah. So many collaborations. I hope they have more. What a slap. That's to put emphasis. emphasis, I enjoy those collaborations. No, when I mean I mean, even for you, Malik, the the dragoon? Yeah, the Final Fantasy. The Final Fantasy. Oh, oh, that was such you. a great fight! I, I oh. actually
3: had the only been... way I completed that fight was by the way with Francis. Oh, I couldn't do that by myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that wasn't even the actual fight. That was just what, tell yeah. what, what, what you telling me. I have
1: to go back and play more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I, I don't even have ice like, it guys. I've met so, so many. Such I've met so many people playing Monster Hunter that are such big fans of Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and it is the reason why they went into Monster Hunter. Yeah, and I mean. I really I really hope they have more collaborations. Such then, a good game. And also the festivities. Yeah. They're like, very festive. Have you have you seen the recent one? I haven't seen the winter one. Uh, like a, is
0: it it's, the is it the winter? Yeah, it is the winter one right now, right?
1: No, well, they have two. The Holiday Joy Fest yeah. and then the Winter Fest. Okay. The Holiday is basically I don't know why, but it looks like the Chinese New Year time. It of does, thing.
0: yeah. I was kind of like what? Is that surprised accurate? by it? I was like it's like, not Chinese February. Chinese, yeah. yeah, so it's not February, no, so that's why no. I was like. Uh, background
1: story to that? No, no. I don't think so. But, I mean, I'm either curious. way, I still enjoy it. I also like looking at the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That food just makes me hungry. They, they, and, and the character eats so much. Holy yeah. cow. He burns so many calories fighting animals I mean, and stuff like that. It, he is, an he it, it that. is an anime. is can't blame him. But he, he gets served a platter for
0: himself, and a platter is huge. <laughs> John, have you seen yeah. One Piece? <laughs> no. Yeah, there you go.
1: And you've seen Goku, right?
0: No. Oh man, On yeah. Exterior. Goku feast Yeah. Man, oh. a Dragon Ball collaboration? That would make so much sense oh. for Goku well, but... to eat all that food. Okay, yeah. Oh, you're dressed as Goku. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh
1: gosh. <sighs> yeah. Other than that, the hours I put into that game, I had to pick that game.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I feel it. And honestly, I really can't say that I expected anything. Look, I mean, that's the thing about the games yeah. of the decade is for our personal choices, they probably are going to be like the obvious choice because yeah. these are games gonna that be, impacted us. There's going to be some bias. Yeah, which I mean, that's fine. It's our opinion. But no, so that's cool. Like,
1: okay. Hold on. Can I say something
0: about you really No, you're not. I'm going well, to say anything pre- at this
1: podcast. I'm going to predict you pick Warframe, <laughs> but I have a feeling you didn't. You'll have to wait yeah. and see. Okay. Are we making predictions about Malik's? Because I got two. You
3: can and you took one. one of them. Okay. What's your other one? Mass Effect 3. Okay. <laughs> so I guess there's a prediction on the floor,
0: so we'll have to, we'll have to okay. wait and see. Alright, so for Francis, though, your your game of the decade is Monster Hunter Monster Hunter, yeah. Alright. What about you, John? Well, I bring to the plate two. Yeah! Oh, wow. He did it. Oh, and he said only
3: one. But I brought two because I couldn't decide.
0: <laughs> I thought you were trying to be a rebel But it was more of just like I No, know, I just absolutely No, I just up. I
3: literally have a problem right now no, you know <laughs> It's that's in funny. my head It's been in my head for a week now No, go for
0: it Throw it out there Fallout
3: New Vegas Alright okay. Came out in October 2010 So it counts It counts, the, it, it counts. Yeah. I just looked it up It's was, in the decade And then oh uh, Mass Effect 3 Okay I put Too many hours in both, but New Vegas mostly has all my hours. Mm -hmm. Growing up as a kid, I enjoyed Fallout New Vegas. Oh my gosh. It was that nice apocalyptic world that I just love. And then um, (laughs) Mass Effect 3, it wasn't the campaign I was into, I was really into the multiplayer. Mm -hmm. I loved that wave after wave style, but also I could, you know, the character I was was me. I could do whatever I want. I could have a mask, where I could be an alien that I wasn't previously. I could be a Krogan. Yeah, that's what I really enjoyed about three. And so I both have pretty much the same amount of hours in them. So except for now, New Vegas has like it's probably two thousand hours in that game. I love that's that, a lot. I love that game, and it wasn't just the game; it was also the DLC because the DLC had uh, a storyline oh i did hear that yeah it's got you have to play old world blues you have to play uh wild uh, i can't remember all of them there was dead money and oh, each yeah. one was a different thing like old world blues was sci-fi and then it, it had all those space tech that you don't normally see in an apocalyptic world and then you know there was one that you were a native of uh zion which is uh which was uh the matrix no <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the matrix it was uh it was a uh a specific part of the U.S. United States, and I cannot remember. It. Yosemite. It was, in, it was a, based on Yosemite, the national park. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was Dead Money, which was a casino heist, but you lost all your equipment, and you're like, I don't have anything that I normally kill people with, and you're like, uh-oh, what do I do? And then you realize, oh, you could find stuff, and then it made you survive, but there was a message in Dead Money that you just got to play it. And then there was the last one, which uh, was The Divide, and the divide sort of ended everything, including the main story inside the game.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
3: It connected all the way back to the beginning of the game. And you're like, What? <laughs> so it blew my mind. I love the story, I love the path, and I love doing whatever I want in that game. Mm-hmm. You can kill people.
2: Oh, it was it was out <laughs> it, was,
3: it was outer worlds before our outer world. Which did. makes sense. And you can just keep, and, and at the end you have a choice. To kill everybody, yeah, and just be your rule, be your own dictator. <laughs> you could, uh, you know, join the NCR and be sort of a, a general and help, you know, guide the country to a new. And there was also really bad stuff about the NCR. There was also the, the Caesar's Legion, who mm-hmm. were the actual bad guys. They were the bandits of bandits. Um, Did they like eating salads? They loved eating brains. Oh yes, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> they were cannibals. <laughs> <Never mind>. <laughs> um, <laughs> They also didn't that like shows. dressing, so or croutons, oh. so <laughs> they had Citurons, but they didn't have croutons. Gotcha. So <laughs> but um, that's what I really liked about New Vegas, and it, I'm so glad it fit in the Decade, I was so happy when I, when <laughs> I found like, out. Just, splinter, uh, right? I was just like, Ooh, right there, look at that, like a splinter when you're running across wood. Um, but also Mass Effect 3 had so much to give, the campaign was amazing. The play style was great. That space tech that you brought mm-hmm. up earlier was just awesome. I loved romancing people. That was also super fun in that Ew. game. Ew. Just talking and flirtate was great because I'm a very charismatic person. Yeah. yeah, you could do whatever you want, but it was fun when flirting with anybody you want. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the weapons. I enjoyed the... Because it was it just brought my imagination out in that game yeah. of strategy. Because I love strategy when it comes to things like that. Mass Effect... Topped that when I was by myself doing 15 waves, mm-hmm. figuring out how the heck I'm gonna kill this baddie who's walking around the corner who's also t- seven feet tall, 17 yeah. feet tall, excuse me. Um, and then I just uh, both uh, games I fall, fall in love with, but now that I think about it, I think New Vegas takes my my, my award. Thank you for
0: letting me rant about all that. Oh, of course, junk. yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I New Vegas, I, I, merely, I merely allow it because. I committed the same sin. Uh, same! Okay, yeah. good, good, good. So, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I. I don't know if, like you, I can narrow it down to one. You probably have, like, seven. No. <laughs> I, at most, I would say three. Okay. But I narrowed it down to two. Uh, one of them, of course, has to be a fighting game. Oh. So i I had to choose. Uh, yeah, I had to choose yeah, we from fighting. To include <laughs> that. Yeah, y'all, y'all forget that I was <laughs> no, a fighting. No, we, we
3: were all. He's a fighting gamer. Yeah, we're all um, filthy casuals, but he's the filthy fi- fighting game. Casual. Yeah.
0: So for me, I was just like, you know, of course, I have to have like my my game of the decade. But then I was like, but also, I love fighting games, and my PlayStation is majority like yeah. Jesus. I thought this your thing- Xbox was the fighting game no, one. My no, my PlayStation, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that thing is like ninety percent fighting games on there, Absolutely. and will continue to be so. Mm-hmm uh so a i game. of course i was like i have to choose a fighting game of the decade and a game like a game of the decade and i am sorry to tell that you both that you both wrong no. yeah uh, neither uh, warframe no okay. mass effect 3 That's were my guys that so was decade. because it
3: wasn't fighting games <laughs> yeah. oh oh Tepin. Marvel. No. <laughs> Dang Te- it. Oh, Teppin, oh, Teppin was no. close. Teppin. Yeah. Teppin. Tepin. Stop. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that.
0: Tepin? Stop. Tenpin. No, I don't Tenpin. I don't want to go there. Tepin. Uh jeez, that was that was hard. Wow. Um, <laughs> we know, aren't going there, We aren't here. going there. Yeah. We have to revert. No. no. Okay. Yeah. We have to maintain peace and order within my new empire. Um, your um, idea? I'm a rebel. Yeah. So I'll start with my fighting game of the decade. Oh, see if Marvel we had different categories.
3: Versus yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom. It now you to. would have thought that no, too. No, I don't think it fit There's in the no category. Way. It's not. It's it, not it, it came on, out
0: 2001. No, so Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Fate of Two Worlds came out in 2011. Oh, so it fit. A few months after that, I think it was six months after that actually, the Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Uh-oh. 3 came out, which is kind of the definitive version that everyone plays now. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's Marvel Infinite, but Marvel Infinite does not top. Marvel 3 for me. But, yeah, I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom... You spent hours playing that game with him. I... You know, and that's... <laughs> just and remembered the thing that. Is, I was just like, oh, wow, we just got our butts kicked in that game all the time. And that's the thing. <laughs> A lot of people, and I even myself slip and say that Marvel vs. Capcom is my favorite fighting game franchise of all time. And that's mostly because of the fact that that's the one game fighting-related, aside from Street Fighter... I normally see myself playing with people. And so I often forget about what actually has been and forever will be my fighting game of the decade. And it actually is a game that inspired me to buy a system that I oh, should have bought. Oh my gosh.
3: I should have guessed it
0: was KI. I'm so It's m- not KI. What?
3: That's the only reason you bought an Xbox. And
0: it's not the Xbox I'm talking about. It's oh. It's not. I bought the a... The Switch you can have all games on. Shut up. <laughs> I <laughs> well, bought I- a PS Vita. Oh. Because there's a fighting game only on the PSP and PS Vita that I've always loved. And that. Oh, Dissidia? Dissidia? Duodecim. Dissidia Final next, Fantasy. That was my next guess. Yeah, so <laughs> Dissidia Duodecim or Dissidia Duodecim Final Fantasy 012, whatever you want to call it. He loved the music in that game so I much. loved everything. <laughs> everything about Dissidia Final Fantasy as a. He'd be sitting on oh my couch my at my gosh. house and
3: just be like, of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Dissidia.
0: Now, to give you an idea of how much I freak out about city, not just Final Fantasy, because everyone knows Dissidia I'm a fan of it. in general. Yeah. Playing Final Fantasy fifteen, right? I get to sit in the car. I can listen to different Final Fantasy music so long as I purchase the tracks from certain shops, right? Yeah. The moment that I found out that I can purchase a Decidia track, I screamed. Like, screamed in my bed. I was like, oh my gosh! I can listen to Dissidia music, because the thing about it is... woke up the damn... (laughs) Because the thing about Dissidia, it's kind of like Smash, where the characters come from different, their own individual games, which means they have their individual themes and songs that go with their games. Uh Like in Smash, how they make arrangements, like specific for Dissidia, Dissidia has its own, or Smash has their own arrangements for Smash, Dissidia has their own remixed arrangements of certain songs for its game, Mm. and they sound pristine. They sound so yeah. good. You can't beat the original. We were listening on a road trip once Yeah. And it was just like, Wah. they sound great. And I'm talking like early Final Fantasy 1, 2, II, and 3 songs yeah. being remastered sound Fantastic. It's almost beautiful. Not only that, but it's the fighting game that I as a kid was always asking for. I was like, these Final Fantasy characters are great. I wish I could put them against each other like action figures and fight. <laughs> Have you heard of the City of Final Fantasy? I'm like Action figure <sighs> fighting game. <laughs> Mother, I'm getting a PSP. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I um oh, my greatest memories playing video games on the go, because I mean I've played since the Game Boy Color. Uh Oh, but wow. even then, yeah. actually, no, no, I played prior. I played, I played prior, I too. played the, the yeah. original Game Boy Yeah. Oh, before wow. it had color. And even then, growing up with things like Pokemon and stuff like that, none of that compared to the experiences I had growing up and playing Dissidia and Dissidia Duodesin. Because every road trip I can think of to memory, if I was awake, I had a PSP and I was playing that game. And <laughs> that too. the I thing about it game. is, where a lot of fighting games fail is that story mm. because they either try to throw in a story or they just omit one entirely and the thing about the city of story is it's not just you know it's not just this hodgepodge story of oh i hate you some now <laughs> like, granted yeah it's yeah it's just I like hate you you hate me let's fight it's like, war, like, yeah <laughs> uh, the city of doesn't. so the thing about it is it's a package deal it's a prequel and the original game yeah. in one so you get to have the prequel events that happen which introduces characters that we didn't see in the 13th cycle mm-hmm. which is when the first game takes place so you get characters like lightning you get laguna from final fantasy 8 you get tifa you get just um oh, you get yuna oh the selections. like these great characters um <laughs> you get kane you get to play as kane oh, from right. final that's fantasy right. IV. That's right so i'm like this this is great this is fantastic, and it gives you something else that no other fighting game really feels cool with, and it's the boss character, mm. because other games, it's like, yeah, you can play as the boss fighting game character, and it's like, okay, that's cool, it's whatever, it's it or, yeah, it's like, that's blah, 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 that's cool. No, in of Duodecim, you beat Chaos, but there's more, because there's a post-game quest where you go through even stronger enemies who are smarter AIs, they kill you faster, they kill you harder. But at the very end, and this is probably one of the proudest moments I've had of playing a challenging game, because for me it's more about the experience and not the challenge, I was challenged by this game to beat what was known as Feral Chaos. Some translations it's Desperado Chaos, but Feral Chaos, which is basically the big bad with like molten lava-looking crystallized skin. Super cool, super terrifying. So what you look like right now? No, 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 uh, oh, <laughs> even prettier. Oh, oh wow! Oh wow! I can't, shiny? I can't imagine this. No, nope. um, you'll. I have to show you. No, he's shiny. He, oh, he, oh yeah, he looks and he's towering. Because when you play as him, you can play as him against the other characters, and this dude's like basically a Goliath, Slenderman versus David. <laughs> uh, it's bad, it takes and, a slingshot to kill you, and he has like his ex move. Which is probably so. It's so cool because, like Sephiroth, like Sephiroth has he has the ability to basically shatter dimensions, and he does supernova, and it's like okay, that's cool. That's that's pretty Sephiroth cool. That Sephiroth is your edge lord. He sure. is my ed- yeah. He's my <laughs> my edge lord. husbando. Bondo. But the thing about it he's is, Bondo. <laughs> shut up. Hey. Shut up. My thing, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm raving because I love it. I haven't even gotten to the second game. Because <laughs> the thing is, with... He
2: hasn't even touched I, the second
0: game topic. Because uh, with Feral Chaos, he activates his ability, right? And it's devastating. It's so powerful that he turns off the game. Essentially. Like, the music, the screen, so kind of like when you turn off a TV and it goes... R- no, not <laughs> like that. No, but basically, you know the older TVs, when you turn them off, you can see the line yeah, where the white, screen collapses, yeah. and it goes to white and then black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does that. Nice. And cuts the music. So you're in the middle of a fight, and this is him, when he fights you too, he does the same thing. So you're in the middle of a fight, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm about to die. <laughs> you hear the like the ringing of your life dying, and then he activates his ability, and it just goes... So in the middle of the fight, which has this epic... By the way, his theme... Oh my god. We <laughs> haven't even gotten to the second game for <laughs> I know. You wanna talk uh, about I'm not surprised. You wanna talk about a song that hypes a fight? I need to play Cantata Mortis and God in Fire. It is a hype boss theme. <laughs> and the problem is because the City of Final Fantasy Duodecim is only on PSP PS Vita and it's not ported to console, which they should have done instead of Decidia NT. People don't get to experience this unless they've got those consoles. And on top of that, it's a Final Fantasy fighting game. So that means even less people are going to play it. But the thing for me is it's just like, it's so, oh my gosh. If I ever find out that Square Enix like ports the city of Duodecim... We'll never talk to each other again. <laughs> no. Like you'll never probably see... probably won't me. have another podcast. Probably yeah. Like, the, <laughs> gauntlet, the Gauntlet yeah. of Gaming will over. Be, will be done. Yeah. And the only thing you see from the Gauntlet of Gaming is, "Hi guys, it's Malik here with the Gauntlet of Gaming. We're gonna play I'm some Cydia." He's, he's not the Gauntlet. He's a Gauntlet. I am a Gauntlet. Yeah. I'm a finger. Of <laughs> I am the a finger. Of <laughs> <laughs> I'm the finger of gaming. But yeah. I, <laughs> never <laughs> oh. Never mind. Never mind. Let's let's just not do that ever even, again. But I anyways, anyways, gaming. <laughs> oh man but yeah so that's my thing i i love marvel vs. capcom but marvel vs. capcom has never ever hyped me to that extent before no it's never and it's never pushed me to try different characters i've never because seen a
3: tear come to your eye when talking about
0: Pokemon. you've never seen me smile so hard i know before talking about <laughs> anything else this except for in front of me maybe smiling final <laughs> fantasy 7 <VII> remake that's <laughs> probably the only other game where we'll oh see i smile can't wait to play that <laughs> um But yeah, no, I mean, with Dissidia, it's like, this is the first time you get to play as the villains of those games. So I get to play as Golbez from 4. I get to play as the Emperor from 2. I get to play as all these different characters who you fight against, but never get to play as. Mm -hmm. So not only do I get to play as them, I can fight against the hero. I can listen to unique music. And it's not just like Smash Bros. with Cloud, where they give you two Final Fantasy tracks. You're so no, upset about that. I will forever be upset about it. <laughs> we were fair, forever but, salty about it. But it's like not only do you get each respective, so you don't get the boss's theme and the character's theme, you get the boss's theme, the character's theme, the theme from the game itself, some extra songs from the game, rematches. Battle stuff. themes. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, if I want to do a fight, me playing a Sapphiroth against Cloud in his Cloudy Wolf outfit from the Advent Children movie, I can do that and not only not have One Wing Angel play, I could have something like Genova play. It you can't tell me that this isn't a great fighting game, because it is. And it's my game of the decade, at least for fighting games. Now, the reason why I can't choose it over the second game. It's because the second game It's bring,
3: it's the tear of the crying.
0: It's <laughs> not so much the tear of the crying as it it never made me care so much for characters before until I played this game. Oh. Mm. Is and this,
3: this- no, you're not talking about three houses, are you?
0: Oh God, no. Oh, Okay. No, I, I <laughs> would. A, I would that's never. A, that's a recent game. You would never do yeah, this to I would, this would never elevate. <laughs> I would never elevate Fire Emblem Three Houses to the same level of the City However, what I would elevate to the same level of the City which I played around the same time as the City of and it's a game oh, that's, that's nice. had a very major effect on my life for the positive, and that's Mass Effect Two. Oh yeah, oh, I In was close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was off by one Boy, number. It's Mass Effect two, and it's partial bias and partial non-bias. Wait. Oh, go on. Sorry.
3: Okay. No, no, I was thinking. I was just like, did I choose the wrong Mass Effect when I was talking about waves? I, I, I was. I think you talked about
0: three instead of talking about twos. Multiple yeah, waves.
3: I meant I meant twos. Uh. But it doesn't matter. I, I chose New Vegas anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, That's and,
0: and the thing is, you wouldn't be off for guessing. So, I mean, you guess Warframe, and I mean, like, I liked Warframe a lot. I still kind of like Warframe a lot, but I would never call it Game Die. of the Year, and I would never call it Game of the Decade. Okay. And Mass Effect 3, who, it's really hard to not call it my Game of the Decade, but unfortunately the ending though i'm not the majority who's pissed off at it i'm like hey, it's whatever yeah like it's the journey not was a, the it, final destination that was not quiet. yeah i at the end of the day it's just like it's not like everything i did was in vain like if it was one of those like commander shepherd everything you did was in vain then it's like all right now i'm pissed
3: me two had a boss fight That's what we
0: like. ME2's final boss fight was so The Suicide Mission song is also the best.
3: Everything about 2 is great.
0: The thing about 2 that makes me choose it over 3 is the stakes are higher. Always. Because you have to remember, you're playing this without knowing that 3 is on the horizon. So you're like, alright, this is Mass Effect 2. This this is is now. This is is what's happening now. And the thing is, I... So my very first playthrough of Mass Effect 2 didn't know about the whole suicide mission thing. I stayed away from the internet. I, remember, I didn't I do any of that. And so we were, I remember playing through my again. first playthrough and I, I realized that my characters died during the final mission. Yep, yep, and I was yep, yep. I was losing my mind. I was like, wait, where's the QTE? Yep. Like, where's the quick... T- why? What's, what's the button press? What's going on? No, no. And they're like dying. And I'm like freaking out because the thing about Mass Effect 2 is that it, it emphasizes... Helping grow your comrades. Mm -hmm. Like, learn who they are. Do their side quests. Care about them in missions. Holding
3: them... really tight yeah. and nice and petting them and feeding them water and food is great and the <laughs> thing about it is it's
0: you need to learn their strengths and weaknesses because the suicide mission when you're doing the planning because most games they do the whole like this is the final mission there is no return no this mission is like this is the final mission we need a plan you, and good. it's like Commander Shepard what do we need to do and you're like wait 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 wait, what are you good at I forgot yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I have to tell you what to do during the final mission and you can either survive or die because of oh oh no <laughs> And it it just someone needs to go turn off the bomb that's about to be placed in
3: two doors down, and I got the boss fight. Or the hand. other
0: one was like, you needed to hack a valve, yeah. to allow for like pressure Legion to flow immediately. And <laughs> I, well, I think I did Kasumi for that one. Oh, that's a good <laughs> choice too. Because she's, I mean, she's good too. Yeah, yeah, she's perfect for it. Yeah. Um.
3: There were always two two
0: characters that were good for it, and then the rest just were, just gonna, were die. gonna die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so for me, I was like, um, I didn't realize the circumstances, and I was like, well. I need to make sure that this character and this character stay with me, so I don't care what the rest of you do. Sure, the character stay with me, we're <laughs> no, fine. No one dies in video games until Mass Effect 2. <laughs> no one's up. death mattered. No, that's not even true. Nope, not true. No, not true. Final Fantasy 7. But here's the thing, no one's death that I had control of Mattered so much to me, except for in Mass Effect 2, which then leads into my first moment of crying to a video game with Mass Effect 3. Uh, because the thing is, I don't need to relive that. My first playthrough, Morden survived. Yeah. And I was like, This guy always gonna survive. Yay! Yeah. Fantastic! Would, Someone lived. Uh, my poor child and then I (laughs) of course I had to redo and I had to do the playthrough where everyone lived and then of course I was also the idiot who did the playthrough where everyone died died, (laughs) including (laughs) Shepard because it was like okay Shepard has to do the jump and misses (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh god I can even kill Shepard yikes Uh, and it was just cool because it was the fact it's another one of those like Whereas for Dragon Age Inquisition, we talked about, like, you know, the final, the destination, it's the journey of how you get there. Everyone's journey is different. Mass Effect's different because the fact that everyone's journey kind of ends up being the same. It's just this question of, did you do the side quest? No, I don't care about them. Totally not. And you just look at them like, are you at the final mission? Yeah, you're an idiot. And they're like, I know. And it's just like, all right, cool. But <laughs> this was a conversation Malik had with me, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't do side missions for people. Yeah. And I was just
3: like, man. Eh. He's like, I just wanted to beat it. And I was <laughs> like, I just need to beat the game, you know? I've been Ew. sitting at this game for like way too long. And that's my problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like,
0: Not you. Sure. Oh.
1: Yeah. Is Mass Effect on PlayStation?
0: Yeah. No. Oh. PlayStation 3. Yeah. PS3. I, that's why I still have my yeah. Mass Effect 2 and 3 discs. Lined up over there. Me too. Uh, however, on Xbox One, I have Xbox. I have Mass Effect One through Three. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was talking about this the other night with some of my friends. I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of sad how Xbox One has One through Three, and PlayStation, and PlayStation doesn't, or has yeah. Andromeda uh, <laughs> has the one we don't like to talk about." <laughs> yeah, and so that's why it's like you know, I I have access. I have not started my Emmy One playthrough again on the Xbox One it's just because so it's, fun. Uh, no me One. To play Mass Effect 2 again, a game that I herald... And the only reason why Duodecim doesn't beat it out as the game of the decade for me is because of how limited access it is. I'm limited to... I have to play on the PSP. It's uncomfortable as an adult to have to play the PS Vita and play Dissidia again. And I hate playing... I cannot play Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. I just can't. I I bought it full-priced. I actually got... I believe no, got I the, the, got like the, a you got deluxe, deluxe. edition, got the yeah. Deluxe edition. So I ended up getting an upgraded version of the City NT, Man, it was, and realized and I popped it. I still remember to this day. I popped that disc in, okay, right back and back. I played once. I hadn't played that game for a year since I put that disc in the first time. It was if we're talking about like the most disappointing game of the decade. There you go. That's my most disappointing <laughs> game of the decade. Um, I'm not gonna get. But for for the City of it's it's locked. Yeah, I can't play it on my PlayStation. Which is unfortunate. Square Enix, Sony, please. Listen to I'll give you prize. my money. I will play this game again. I will play Duodecim's prequel. I will play the main game. And I will fight Feral Chaos again. I'll do it for $30. A big hand. Make comes- me pay $30. <laughs> I will pay for it. A big hand comes through the mic, touches your lips, and says, After 7. <sighs>
3: And then reaches back in. Right,
0: we'll see. <laughs> we're, we're living... It's funny because we're living in a time where both cinema and video games are going through like this remake thing. Yeah, they're, they're remaking true. things. They're touching. Things and and you know, for cinema, I, I'm not a fan of it. But for video games, I'm loving it. Yo, yeah, oh, yeah. Remastered editions I'm, on games? Yeah. CTR? Not even just remasters, yeah. but remaking them. Yeah. Whole new paths and stuff like that. I am loving the idea of remakes. You're looking at Resident Evil One, Resident Evil Two remake, RV Three oh, remake is on the horizon. Final God Fantasy Seven remake is probably the most hyped video game of I'm all time. I'm So excited, and I don't even know yeah. About you it. don't play Final No, F- no People I don't. who do not play this franchise are hyped for this game. It remakes are Crash Team Racing. Yeah, no. When came that came back. out, I I was just like
3: in tears because yeah. that was my childhood. Mario Kart. Yeah. And then <laughs> even
0: then you have the insane trilogy yep. that came back. You yep. have Spyro, the ignited I think it was the trilogy as well for Spyro. The whole thing, yeah. Yeah. So you have the ignited pack that came. Bring back so Kroc. bring back KI. <laughs> <laughs> bring back Kroc, right? That yeah. uh, so that's the thing is we're living in this time of remakes, remasters, and they're doing great. Bring me back to City of Duodecim. Give me the give me the Final Fantasy fighting game I've asked for so diddy kong racing (laughs) oh my god that too you've been crying about diddy kong racing since switch came (laughs) out i I keep saying that um that was my mind but yeah i mean uh, (laughs) because the city of duodecim is locked to the ps vita i it's i'm still split between it and mass effect 2 just because of the impact mass effect 2 had on me and and
3: the fact that you still talk about it so highly today i feel like that should be your reward it, I think that, I, but although D- Dissidia did have things you enjoyed heavily, uh, yeah, but *Mass Effect* ha- sort of checked all the boxes.
0: Life-wise, *Mass Effect* would get game of the decade just for how it affected my my mentality and how it changed my life. It's how I met a lot of the friends I have today. Yeah,
3: Santiago. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it start it sparked many conversations with you and I oh, that yeah, we, we got couldn't argument, spark. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because the, the problem is. When your your, your friendship will have for Andromeda too, and you're yeah.
3: really sad about Andromeda. <laughs> exactly. Because the
0: thing is when your friendship is based around geek culture, there's very few conversations you can keep going that you haven't had before. And unfortunately Santiago's not here to back me up on this one, but if he's listening on YouTube, he would definitely agree be that right well what he would be saying <laughs> is we every time we talk about Mass Effect, it's the same conversation every single time. Like, it legitimately is the same conversation every time, and we talk about it as if we've never talked about it before. Yep. And that's what I loved about Mass Effect 2. And it's mostly Mass Effect 2. When we say Mass Effect, we're usually we're referring to one 2. 1 2, yeah. We're either referring to 2, not even 1. Yeah. We're one, usually referring to 2 yeah. and 3 up until before the ending. Oh, man. That's usually, oh man. Yeah. I I um, want a game where you play a Cerberus. Two was great too. I want a Mass Effect Cerberus game. Yeah. Where you play as a party of four, so you and your three other that friends can play as Cerberus. I don't care about. <laughs> I don't care Remember, about Cerberus was like a big thing. We drama, ain't talking but about. No. <laughs> but that, that's my thing. It's it's split between those two because it's like, yeah, Mass Effect is a life thing, mm-hmm. but Dissidia is a game, like. Final Fantasy Remake, yes. Like, I'm screaming praises and I will buy as many copies of it as I need to before I feel satisfied. But at the Probably same time, the only Final Fantasy game that they could say anything about that would make me scream even louder, Dissidia. Okay. You know, I, I'm i playing games like Samurai Showdown. I'm playing games like Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm playing Marvel Infinite. I'm playing all of these great fighting games. But the problem is... They're not the fighting games I want. Yes, I would love a Marvel vs. Capcom 4. Oh, we all would. It, it would be just to seem like a godsend. Oh, yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> would. I'd be like, I That'd told y'all it was happening. <laughs> yeah, you, you
2: <laughs> finally! Yeah, I was like,
0: Sea Lord, I knew you listened. But the game, like, if forget about Marvel 4. If they said, we're bringing back Decidia Duodecim, or even just, we're bringing back Decidia the way that you remember it. Mm. You have all of my money, you have all of my love, and it. they could be like, they could announce Mass Effect four the next day and just be like, oh, new Mass Effect, I don't care. No. I have city. <laughs> Once
3: again, we'd lose
0: contact with Malik. Yeah. And we wouldn't know I'd anything. black out. Yeah. yeah.
3: It'd be the end. Pretty sure that'd be we, his KO
1: day. We take over the gauntlet of game. No. At that point, <laughs> you'd have no choice. Does, yeah. You'd have no choice. We'd throw in our towels, if anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so those were our personal choices for the games of the decade. Uh, Let us know down in the comment section below, like, what is your game of the decade? You know, what's a game that you played in the past 10 years that's just...
3: Impactful. Yeah. Yeah, The best. The best. Yeah. Describe what it
0: does to you. Yeah. And did it have, you know, a moment that made it so impactful for you? Because you heard about the moments we liked, but we want to hear about the moments that you love about the games that you play and we'll probably say the same things <laughs> oh, most definitely. we'll probably agree yeah, on a lot probably of things. agree
3: or disagree if
0: we disagree it'll probably be rare <laughs> but you know what it's okay because we're all entitled to our opinions yes so with that we're going to move into our closer so our question for the day is what is your personal gamer goal for 2020 so this is a question that you and the audience we would love for you to answer as well if you're not a gamer then what do you want to do in 2020? Sort or of you know? like a, what's a New Year resolution for video games? I wouldn't even say a New Year's yeah. resolution, as it is more just a, something, a, just a wish list. Yeah, yeah, more. it's kind of like, or what do they call it? Bucket list. Yeah. So yeah, like it's the, like your gamer bucket list. Life. Bucket. If 2020 was the last year you could play video games, what's your goal for 2020? Uh, one. What? Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna close out on for ourselves uh john yes 2020 a new decade the roaring 20s what's your gamer goal for the roaring 20s Uh, or at least for the first year to go out screaming (laughs) Joker. um (laughs) come back i'm on fire (laughs) i'm (laughs) on fire
3: (laughs) (laughs) no um one of my i think i would one one of the things i really want to accomplish next year for video gaming would be um beating games not completing, but beating them so I could talk about the endings and mm-hmm. conclusions with everybody on time. Yeah, <laughs> Just so I could say, oh, it didn't take me six months to complete that game. It took me, you know, the right amount of four hours mm-hmm. or the right 64 hours that I had to do to complete the game. Yeah. I want to be able to beat the game and say, that was good or that was bad. I don't want to wait. To beat the game eight years later, like right now, Dragon Age. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go home and start another game. By the way, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. I, <laughs> um, I want to be able to say, "Wow, I beat that game," yeah. and that was a good game for mm-hmm. this year. And I want to, you know, I want to be able to critique it the way I want to, in my yeah. opinions and stuff like that. So that that's just I want to be able to focus on a game and then beat it.
1: Next game. Perfect. I want to be able to line
3: it up. You know. Awesome. What about you, Francis?
1: I want to be able to handle life. <laughs> not, <laughs> can't a, not can't help you without it. No. Nope. <laughs> gym and games. I want to be able to do the things I need to do, and yeah. go to the gym at the same time. Yeah. But then at the same time, <laughs> like, game. become yeah. a mobile gamer. So you, my you my day is <laughs> gonna be my day is gonna be terrible probably, but it's something I want to try to aim for. Mm-hmm. A balance. I mean, cause you. Uh, <laughs> I already don't know how to plan it to be honest, and that's what—that's I mean, that's how that's what life it, is. That's what this talk is for. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, school takes up time, man. It <laughs> does. No, it, yeah. Life it takes, takes up time, man. Time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Breathing takes up time. What?
1: Nothing. <laughs> I'm, breathing. I'm breathing right now. Are you?
3: Yeah. I, I, my watch reminds me to breathe every now and then. I want you guys to I know turned that. that off. No, I so did. Annoying. No, it it tells me to breathe, and I'm like, oh, you're right. That's <laughs> a gamer goal. You <laughs> need to keep my gamer alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I agree. I, I think yeah, balance I want, is
1: always yeah, key. Yeah, I want to be able to do what I need to do, yeah. and then do the things I want to do. I think I, I think Malik, you're a good example of that. Mm-hmm. You're able to do this. And do all the things you need to do with yeah. teaching. But notice his gray hair. He has no There's gray no hair. System. It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if anything, I get gold hair. Yeah, it's kind of a genetic oh, thing you with my hair. keep yourself alive sometimes. <laughs> um, I am incorrigible.
1: I have some gray hair. My little brother has some gray hair.
0: Yeah, it, it runs. <laughs> yeah. Gray hair is more than just, I'm stressed out. You yes, don't it's get enough sleep. a lot more than that. Yeah. So, don't worry about my it. My hair much. falls
1: out then.
3: We're going to have a talk, Francis. Yeah. Well, after after podcasting we're, we're going we're to gonna, we're gonna get you some help. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What's going <laughs> I, I have a number to give you. we'll, talk uh, we'll yeah. 911? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you're just trying to I just to... die. <laughs> oh god. be KO
0: on the bed. Happy New Year. And with that, we're looking for a new member for the Wonderland Gaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: please send messages to our end.
0: Um but no, you're trying to find the balance, and which I think is an important thing for all gamers. Oh, I think that definitely. should be on top of every gamer's basically life goal. I think it's the it's hardest the thing for every gamer, too, is it, finding a balance between uh, reality and
3: non-reality. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's one thing I've been annoyed with, how quick time goes when you're doing the things you need to do. Exactly. And it's like, next thing you know, it's 9 o'clock at night, mm. and it's like, should I Does should I just work sleep up? early? or Yeah. What? <laughs> Should yeah, waste some it, time the and things, brain cells? yeah, yeah. Like,
0: organizing my, my stuff today, I was just like, time is going by so slow, why can't like, it be faster? And then I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna sit down and play some games because I'm tired and I need to relax for a bit. Three hours, and at, right. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, are we able to come over for the podcast? Dang it, so like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's just it's tough, but you know, there and, is a saying, you know. It'd be like time flies. no, it's time flies <laughs> when you're having fun. So
1: And also if we have younger viewers or listeners or whatever, like high school I've played, you know, like I said, I met a lot of people on Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are young. Yeah. They're like in high school. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you go you can't into play college, you get a job, yeah. That your time goes
0: away. Yeah. yeah, Enjoy it, but enjoy it with moderation. Moderation is key. Because You've got to no, have a, life. So have a cool life outside of life. Skip school. You don't want it. <laughs> <you don't, laughs> no. Don't yes. let it eat you. We're trying to send that message. <laughs> you do not want the game to take over the majority of your life. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why it's called moderation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, moderation. Yeah. Moderation. Find a game that you're able to I was Joe Yes. Yeah, nah, We're gonna put, a, put a disclaimer. Eat healthy. Well, yeah. The following <laughs> eat, is a joke.
1: of important. Eat healthy. Yeah. Don't yes. be like like that one guy that died in his chair yeah. with soda cans at
0: his feet. Oh gosh, I've seen. That was terrible. I've seen gamer rooms. And that's why people. And then
1: and then people put that on
0: against us. Against us, yeah. They're like, They're like oh gosh, you're do you a gamer? see me
1: peeing in a bottle yeah. in my room? No. Yeah. 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 I, I kind I, of. Do I, like, I have seen you do yeah, that. I kind of seen. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't been in my house. How are you guys? That's true. We haven't been to your house ever. Speaking of which. No, not, not okay, <laughs> not <here. laughs> But yeah, no, that's cool. And video games don't cause violence. That's yeah.
0: I'm just gonna throw that one out. There. Yeah, don't cause Um, put that in for the final podcast. Like our our that'll be our 100 podcast.
1: I put it in anyway.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, 100 um, podcast should be us fighting about violence in video games.
1: <laughs> It doesn't cause money. <laughs> it doesn't cause money. <laughs> no, it does. It's just 30 minutes of
0: just the smacking of fist <laughs> Oh, Lord. That is not what my gamer goal is. For yeah.
3: What is yours, Malik? <laughs> so
0: mine, which is a little tougher just because it requires financials. And oh, be it's... able to purchase games. No. <laughs> well, yes, it has been really tough to be able to actually enjoy the games that I see. That's why we were going off the list. And I have to say that I was blessed to be able to say that out of 10 games, only three of them I hadn't played. Because it gaming is very financially draining, mm. and fortunately, I guess, oh, yeah. unfortunately, I'm not very like I'm not a socialite, so I don't go out and I don't go to like clubs and stuff like that, and I don't go out to movies all the time. I don't go out eating, so luckily, that's that entertainment money, as I would call it, it goes. goes towards games, yeah, and not just games like any kind of games, but usually games I can enjoy with other people, so. I, I want to. That's my goal. Isn't to get to a financial place where I can buy games that I want to enjoy for myself. Uh, what I want to do. It's very selfish, but it's also just I think an a aesthetic resolution
3: thing. or a goal would be selfish.
0: But well, it's okay to say that. <laughs> it, it's more for the fact that it's spending money, and there are a lot of people who they're like, "Oh, it's just a waste of money." And in my opinion. It, Kind of would be considered a waste of money. You're buying a book. No, i have play of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, it's like buying a fiction book. A video game is a story that is being told and written and you're playing Yeah, but eventually you would have to pick up that book. My gamer goal for 2020 is I want to start adding on to my retro collection.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah,
0: I want to start building it up. And I actually wanted to start doing that when I got back from my vacation this coming week. I wanted to start like finding places where I can find these retro games for a good deal because i have you know i have the modern console so i have the playstation 4 i don't even have a playstation 4 pro like that's how kind of low financial i am that i have to settle for standard editions of a lot of stuff so i still have a standard playstation i wish i could get a pro i have the xbox one i have the switch so i'm blessed to say that i have those and the thing about it is you look back at my gaming history i've got the playstation 4 playstation 3 playstation 2 i wish i could find the playstation 1 like the I actual asked. oh i 2. classic no, playstation i had one i agree yeah not that playstation 1 mini i don't need that no. because the thing is my goal isn't to have it to play it and that's why i said this is where it some people would be it. like it's oh to it's, put in a, money. It's, it's to put it in a glass case and it's, never touch it yeah it's yeah. Too, <laughs> it's to basically look at something and say that this is not just the history of gaming but it's my history because the thing for me is it's like And it sucks because every, every night I think about this as my, I've been thinking about this for a good chunk of this year. It's been hard to think about because we live in such a tough time right now where people do some very evil things. Hmm. And I always fear that it's like, yeah, I could always build up this collection, but all it takes is one night for someone to break in and just steal it all. And it's kind of that, that hard thought that I've been having. But at the end of the day, it's like, imagine what it would mean though for future generations. You know, if I have a kid, And my kid grows up, and it's like you know, oh, what's this? This is called a GameCube. Sit down, kid. I'm gonna show you a game. No, 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 no. You're not gonna show him a game. You're gonna.
3: This is how you start it up. Yeah. Yeah. Back back when startup
0: sounds were the life. PlayStation 2's... Like I. The best. (laughs) Here's what dial up sounded like. on Stop. Please stop. This is (laughs) non-ASMR podcast. But that's the thing is sometimes I would even just boot them up just to show my kids like, you know, you get to sit on your couch from far away from the TV and play these games. It's like back when we were younger, we had to be intimate, close together, close to the system, which was close to the TV. We had controllers with wires. Yeah, it's it's history. (laughs) It's history that I want to preserve because the fact that it's like, you know, some people, they have libraries, you know, they have a bunch of books, some of them that they've never read, some of them that they say they're going to read and they're never going to read. People have dishware that they collect, you know, everyone has that thing that they collect that has some kind of importance to them And for me, it's like why is it a sin for me to be able to collect Games consoles, you know, even if it's games. I'll never play again. It doesn't matter just having that there It's preserving memory So the thing for me is and it's unfortunate that my memory isn't the best anymore and I'm starting to forget a lot of things but when I see something Everything comes back immediately. Yeah. If I see that cartridge, if I see a case, if I see artwork for a game that I haven't played for a while, my experiences come back. I haven't played the original Battlefront 2 in years. Oh, I played it. But again. I bet you, sure <laughs> as day, if I had it in there somewhere, if I pulled memories, out that cartridge, oh man, if I memories. if I pulled out that case that had it, I was <laughs> I'll remember that most likely. uh hero battle. Every single time and always making my brother mad because I kept kicking his butt, but that's that's my gamer goal for 2020 I just want to build that collection because I have retro consoles, but it's not a complete you know you watch the intro to the gauntlet of gaming and it shows you that modern evolution You know it goes the PlayStation 1 controller to the ps2 3 4 then you got the original Xbox Xbox 360 Xbox one And then you go over to Nintendo with I Think we have the GameCube controllers first, and then it's the Wii, the Wii U pad, and then it's the Switch. Ooh. And it's like it goes even beyond that. Like I should have included things like the NES controller, but Mega we, Drive. We don't want the Oh my. Yeah. That's imagine cool. that noise now, coming out. That's losing money. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a lot of money to get stuff like that. But it's, you know, I just I don't even need the controllers for it. I just want to see the body of the console. It could be empty. There has to be no hardware in there, but. I just want to build up my library. And then unfortunately in my current living space, I don't have room for it, but it doesn't mean that I can't use 2020 to research yep. and prepare for it yeah. and financially prepare for it. Budget it. it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my goal. gamer goal.
3: That's a good goal. All right. Good goals all nice. around. I'm curious on what Santiago's is. I'm sure he'll tell us. Yeah. Soon. We'll have to ask Santiago. Yeah. What his gamer goal I'm, is. I'm very curious on what his gamer goal is. Yeah.
0: Probably to get his console fixed right you know, you know all four of us can play monster Runner again yeah yeah so but we'll see but yeah with that being said we conclude our podcast for today we'd like to thank you all for listening we understand that these podcasts can be kind of hefty and kind of long especially if you're listening to it on youtube so we thank you for those who listened all the way through we love you we do we, we really we, appreciate. We you. love you very much yes
1: spread us around yes,
2: yes. oh yes tell Keys. your
3: friends tell your family if they're into gaming yeah, if you're if you're alone in a house and you're listening to us, because if you don't, we enjoy your company.
0: Yeah, <laughs> share share us with the world because unfortunately we're just four people. Unfortunately today we're only three people, and we can only really spread ourselves so far. It's through you and through your support that we're able to spread. You guys are the fifth finger to this gauntlet. Yeah, you were the thumb to the gauntlet of gaming. Yes, you know it's funny. I didn't even think of that until today. no, yeah, that's no, I just one. thought about that's it today, one. just yeah. now, two seconds ago after that we said good it, good yeah, point. that's fantastic. I was just like wait a minute, we don't have a
3: fifth. I wonder why, because yeah, it is it's our people. It yeah. is our
0: people. So you are you are a part of the Gauntlet of I'm Gaming. Start marketing that. Man. I, you know what? I, don't I know. like that. Yeah, yeah it's like I got be, this. be I the thumb of the Gauntlet of Gaming. You help press us, X on us, us, please.
1: <laughs> you help us grasp.
0: So yeah, if if you're listening to us on YouTube, make sure to but like, share, subscribe, me. and comment yeah. down below. You know, tell us what's going on with you with gaming. We like to hear about your stuff. We like to communicate with our audience because. We don't want to just send out information and have that be it. We want to create dialogue. We want to be able to just create a community with you all. We yeah. want the Gauntlet of Gaming to be able to expand, to be something more. Yeah. And that way we can expand it to not just be the At four of point. us, but it can be an army of gamers. Yeah. I guess yeah. army is violent, but I mean... This, we are we Video games uh, are violent. We have agreed on this. Oh, stop. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> with that being said, thank you for joining us. And, uh, yeah, until the next time, we'll Good. see you next decade. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Oh.